As we were worshiping this morning, I was sensing a spirit of healing in this place. For two or three things. Someone may be here or watching by Facebook or YouTube have a problem at the top of your head in an area just like this. It begins with a little bit of a tingling situation. Then it may move to a bit of soreness and maybe even pain. Are you in this room right now? I want to pray over you. That person... Okay, would you stand up back there? Is there anybody else? Stand up if you've got that. Stand up. Anybody else? In fact, you people that are watching at home, if that describes you, why don't you stand up where you are? And we're going to pray and declare healing in this body, in this body, and in those bodies. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you're the healer. I come against this pain and the very source of it, the cause of it. I tell it to be gone in Jesus' name. I said be gone in Jesus' name. And Lord, I believe you're touching and releasing supernatural power in these bodies. Lord, we declare it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I declare that. I thank you for it. Lord, we covenant with you. As that healing is manifest, you get all the praise and the glory for the doing of it because we know you're the one who is doing it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Someone else over in your right side, very near the ileocecal valve, which is where your small intestine connects to the large intestines on the right side. There's a problem right there somewhere on that side. Who, who is that person that has that? Are you here in this room? Or is it somebody that's watching? I don't know if you know it or not, but now this is being broadcast on Facebook and YouTube, and it's going into at least 15 countries at least 15 countries, several places in Africa, India, England, France, Belgium, uh, Uganda, Kenya, and several other countries. And I get reports every week about this. Thank God. So when we say there's people out there, there really are people out there. So whoever got this, Father, I declare in Jesus' name, whatever's going on in the right side, I speak your healing over that person's body. I rebuke the condition. I rebuke the pain. I command it to go in Jesus' name, and I give you thanks for it. And I praise you that you are the healer, and we magnify your name for the healing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for it. Amen. Amen. At the beginning of the series on what to wear, Pastor Tim mentioned one of the big ideas for the entire series was this, that behavior follows identity. That was the big idea for the whole series, which includes what we're talking about today. Behavior follows identity. Every, ever how you and I identify ourselves what we believe about ourselves, what we believe about who Jesus is and what he has done and provided, we behave according to that. All right? Now, I have a big idea for this particular teaching, and that is this. You're not who you were. 
The big idea today is you were, you are not who you were. And every one of us should be able to shout amen to that. And if you are still the person you've always been, we'll give you a chance in a few minutes to change that. Because you can. You are not who you were if you're in Jesus Christ. If Jesus is Lord, you have experienced a miracle. It's known as the miracle of the new birth. Being born again is the greatest miracle in the history of humanity. Because every other miracle is related to it in some shape, form, or fashion. All right? So, if you've been born again, you are not who you were. You have experienced a miracle. You have experienced the old man who was spiritually dead has come alive in a relationship with Jesus Christ. And you has He quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. That is us. And we were spiritually blind, according to 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of those who do not believe. We were dead spiritually. We were spiritually blind. We had no life. We had no relationship with God. We had a soul. We had a body. But the spirit was dead as far as God was concerned. And when you met the Lord in whatever those circumstances were, and you made Him the Lord of your life, you were forgiven. You were forgiven. You were given life. And now you are different. You see, you and I used to be under Satan's control. In the book of Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 2 it says, In which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. When you see somebody acting wickedly, we know what spirit is working in them. Let me say that again. When we see people, or if it's us, who are acting wickedly, we know what spirit is working. But for every unbeliever, they are under Satan's control to some degree. Some more, some less, but all are under his control. That's what he said here. We were walking or living according to the course of the world, according to the spirit of the power of the air that works in the children of disobedience. But guess what? You've met the Lord you have been changed. A miracle has happened. Now, you know what I find that it's awful easy for us to do? And that is to think, speak, and act like that never happened. It's awful easy for we believers to still think, still speak, and still act as if we had not been born again. You say, well, I wouldn't do that. No, but sometimes we do. Why? Because our mind hasn't been renewed according to Scripture yet. We, we know it up here, but we really haven't gotten it as far as being able to speak differently that is in line with the Word of God. Because we still speak, sometimes we still think, we still act as if we were just an old sinner. 
okay? If you're a believer, you're not an old sinner. Remember, behavior follows identity. If you're identifying as a sinner, you're liable to act like a sinner. But if you identify as being a child of God, guess what? You can renew your mind according and you can start acting like a child of God. So do you have to work at it hard? Not really. If you have to work at it hard, you really haven't gotten it very solidly yet. I've noticed that about myself. If I have to work at it, I haven't really gotten it solidly enough, gotten it in my spirit solidly enough to really think that way and act that way without having to put forth a lot of effort to do so. But lots of us as believers still think like we used to think. We still speak like we used to speak. And we still act like we used to act because we haven't gotten it as well as we should. Look at Colossians 2.13. And you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, He has made alive together with Him, having forgiven you all trespasses. All of your sins have been forgiven. Every last one of them. Do you know when Jesus died on the cross, He died and paid the penalty price for every sin. Past, present, and future. You say, whoa, 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 whoa. How can God forgive me of sin I haven't forget, for, committed yet? Well, that's easy for God. Guess what? He died on the cross about 2,000 years ago. And He took care of all the sins of humanity, even those that hadn't been committed at the time He died. You see, that's a miracle in and of itself. Only God could do something that wonderful. So if He could do that for all humanity 2,000 years ago, it's no big deal to realize for you and me that even sins we haven't forgiven or committed yet have been forgiven. Right? That's easy for God. That kind of goose up our thinking a little bit. What do you mean? He, 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 he paid the price for sin I didn't even do? Yes. Yet. You know what you have to do? If you realize you've sinned, what do you do? If we can, Scripture, 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sin. Now, let me tell you something, my little take on that verse. See, some people believe when it says to a Christian, if we confess our sin, that means I got to go down through the list. Lord, I did this, I did this, I did this, I did this, did this. Da, da. I don't think so. You know why? Because I think God knows all about my sin. There's probably some I've already forgotten I did. I bet that's true of lots of us. So if it depends on me remembering them and calling them out, that's not very efficient. God already knows. So what I need to do, if I recognize it, I say, Lord, thank you for your grace. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for what you've done for me. Thank you that I am now forgiven. In other words, I'm going to appropriate what he's already done for me for right now. I don't have to elicit all of them and just get in the mully grubs. Oh, I'm just an old sinner. Woe is me. No. You say, don't you have to repent? Repentance is not an emotional release. It's a change of direction. So when I recognize I've sinned, I can change my direction and say, thank you, Jesus, for your forgiveness. I am now forgiven because of the blood of Jesus. You see that? 
And you can do that real quick. See, he said, he has forgiven us all trespasses. Colossians 1.13, he has delivered us from the power of darkness, conveyed us into the kingdom of a son of his love. I and you are not in Satan's kingdom anymore. He's not Lord anymore to us. He is not Lord over us anymore. He used to be. He's not anymore. Because God conveyed us. We were in Satan's kingdom. We made Jesus our Lord. He conveyed us out of that and put us into the kingdom of God. So you and I are a kingdom of God's citizens now. I'm in the kingdom of God. You're in the kingdom of God. We got a king, all right. His name is Jesus. So let's quit glorifying the devil. Say, is there a devil? Oh, you better believe it. Does he have imps and demons? Oh, yes, for sure. Does he do a lot of those things? For sure. But they are not Lord anymore to us. That's why you don't have to be overly concerned so what, what, are you meaning I shouldn't take the devil seriously? Oh yeah, take him as seriously as you need to, but just realize that you got the victory before you encounter him. Folks, we're not trying to defeat the devil. We're not. We are not trying to defeat the devil. Why? Because it's already been done. If we had to defeat him, we couldn't anyway. We have to believe and appropriate the victory that Jesus already got. When he, Jesus died on the cross, was buried, when He arose, He arose victorious. And He arose with the keys of death, hell, and the grave. He defeated Him. You and I don't have to. But we do have to appropriate the victory that Jesus gave us. And that's, what we, that's how we train our thought life. Well, the devil's after me. I'm so afraid he's going to get me. No, he's not. Just stand up on the inside and say, No, sir, Mr. Devil, you're not. I don't care how much you roar. I don't care how much you accuse. I don't belong to you anymore. I'm not a citizen of your kingdom. I have to pay you no due. I'm a child of God. I belong to God. I'm a citizen in His kingdom. And greater is He that's in me than he that's in the world. See, we need to get that. If we get our thinking straightened up that way, we can believe that, we can speak that, we can act that. But it starts here, getting it. See, you know, you and I have a lot in our spirit that our mind hasn't discovered yet. We got a lot of good stuff in our spirit. You know why? Because we got the Spirit of God in there. And He's got nothing but good stuff. But somehow our mind hadn't caught up to what all we got yet. See? So we began to declare some of those things that we have. Well, look in Colossians 2, 9 and 10. This will blow your mind. For in Him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Okay, stop there a minute. That's talking about Jesus. And you are complete in Him who is the head of all principality and power. Principality and power here is referring to, guess who? The enemy in His kingdom. The principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and wicked spirits and all that. The Bible says, 
In Jesus dwells all the fullness of the Godhead. And you and I are now in Him, and God sees us as complete. You look at yourself in the mirror and you say, buddy, you got a lot of changes needed. Right? I'm glad you and I can look there and see that. Say, yeah, I can improve this, 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 and this. But the Bible said God doesn't see that. He sees you as complete. God sees things that are not even evident to us yet as a done deal. We don't even know about them yet. But He sees them. Why? Because Jesus is our Savior and Lord, and we are standing before God in Jesus, robed with His righteousness, robed with His perfection. And we realize ourselves we got lots of flaws, but God doesn't see those. He sees us perfect and complete in Jesus. Now, we don't need to become arrogant because of that. In fact, if you really get a hold of what I'm saying, it'll make you humble. If we hear truths like this and get arrogant, no, that's not, that's not what's happening, folks. No. No, because it's all of Jesus. It's all of the greater one who lives in us. Any good thing that comes out of any of us is because of Jesus and what he's done. If it weren't for that, we couldn't even blow our nose good. So look at Romans 5, 17. For if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. You and I have received abundance of grace. And we've received the gift of righteousness. Now he says, because that's true, we shall reign in life. We will reign in life will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. That's the will of God. You say, well, wait a minute. Where the difficulties and trials and all those, that fits in. Well, it fits in because we live in a fallen world. We, there's still the devil and demons out there. There's still sin around us and all those things and that causes problems for us because we're living in this world. But in the midst of that, it's still possible for us to reign in this life through Jesus Christ. In other words, by appropriating what He has provided for us by faith, believing it, speaking it, acting it, acting on it, we will reign in this life. Well, I thought we can only do that in the millennium or in the new heaven and earth. Oh, no, we'll do that during those times, but we can do it now. See, you and I need to have the mentality, I can't be defeated. Let me say that again. We need to have the mentality, we can be in battles, but we can't be defeated. So that's kind of arrogant. No, not really. It's actually truthful. Why? Because of Jesus Christ. He's already defeated the devil. He's already paid the price for our sin and our forgiveness. He already rose victoriously. We're already seated with him in heavenly places. So that means we should have the mentality, I don't care what the devil throws, I win. We play until I win. 
The game is not over until you win. That's the mentality we need. And you know what that'll do? I'll assure you what it'll do. You won't get nearly upset by other things that go wrong around you. You won't get nearly upset as much by the things that go wrong around you if you realize we're going to play this game until we win. We're not leaving this place defeated. We're living this, leaving this place victorious because of what Jesus did. We have to get that. We need to drill it into our consciousness. So why is this important that we get it? Well, it'll change how you see yourself. It'll change how you see the world around you. And get this one, it will change how you pray. It'll change how you see yourself. It'll change how you see the world around you. And it will change how you pray. You know what it'll do for you? It'll keep you from praying, begging prayers. Oh, God. Oh, Lord, you know what I'm facing today. Oh, God, will you be with me today? God, will you somehow help me get through this day and still be alive? That's a begging prayer. If you're victorious, you don't have to pray that anymore. Are you here? There's no reason to pray that anymore because you already know the greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. I've already got the victory. I'm not trying to get the victory. I already have it because Jesus gained it and gave it to me. That should be our mentality. You see that? If we get our mentality straight, then we can start speaking straight, and then we can start acting like we're supposed to act. So, it'll change the way you see yourself, it'll change the way you see the world around you, and it will affect your praying. So, uh, you don't know what I'm facing. I'm facing some real serious problems. You may be, folks. But what do you do? You take the Word of God and make that what you think. You make the Word of God what you speak. You make the promises of the Word of God the way you act. So, well, it's serious. Maybe. You know, a lot of situations in life are real serious. Some of them are death and life. But what does the Word of God say? Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. That's just one of them. In Matthew chapter 12, I believe it's verse 36 and 7 says, we're going to give an account to God for every idle word we speak. And then Mark chapter 7, verses 21, 22, 23 and following talks about, for out of the heart the mouth speaks. So if you and I have got truth and revelation in us, in our spirit, and you do if you're born again, then out of that truth and revelation you can begin to think and speak. And then the creative power of God is released. Well, I just can't do this. I tell you, I just can't. I just can't. We ought to remove, remove I can't out of our vocabulary. Specifically, where it relates to something that God has told us to do. Well, I can't do that. Well, maybe apart from Him, you can't. That's probably true for most of us about a lot of things. But with him, you're more than a conqueror. Romans 8 says that. We're more than conquerors through him who loved us. 
What's a more than a conqueror? It's somebody who wins the battle, but then they take home the spoils. That's more than a conqueror. It's one thing to win the battle and walk off and leave everything. It's another thing to take away from the conquered all the things they had and take it with you. That's more than a conqueror. So what has the devil stolen from us? Well, he's stolen my peace. Well, I realize I'm victorious. Devil, you're not having my peace. I'm leaving here today with victory and my peace. I'm more than a conqueror. You tried to steal my health. You're not stealing my health. I'm leaving here today with my health. I'm taking it with me. David Engel had a song back in the 80s. I'm taking it back is the name of the song. I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. I'm bringing back the victory, all the things the enemy took from me. I'm taking it back because of Jesus Christ. That should be our mentality. We're winning. We're victorious, okay? Greater is he that is in us. One last scripture. Found the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verses 4 through 6 says this, But God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you've been saved. He raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's where you're seated at today. You've been made alive. You've been raised up out of death. And you are now seated with Christ in heavenly places. That's your position. You say, well, that's just my position. That's not my daily reality. No, that is your position and it's your daily reality. A lot of times we just don't know it well enough to live in it day by day. We just need to get it a little bit stronger in our thinking so we can speak it and live it. So how you do that? You renew your mind with the Word of God. Read it. Meditate in it. Lord, how can I apply this to my life? Begin to declare it. Personalize it. Meditate in it. Personalize it some more. Medita- meditate in it and personalize it some more. I mean, there's practical things you can do. For years, I used to put Scripture verses on our mirror. And in the morning, where I'm washing my face and shaving... I'm looking at scriptures up there. And I'm, I'm memorizing them, but I'm doing more than that. I'm really trying to get them down on the inside. Because in the book of James, it talks about the implanted word is able to save your soul. The implanted word is not just the words you got here, but it's the word that you got in your spirit that your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions can grab a hold of and apply it. So you get it down here. And once you get a hold of it here, you got it, and it's forever yours. I've had Satan's attacks at varied time in my life. There's been a few times I wondered if I was going to survive. But you know, I remember in 1992, I was laying in the emergency room of Baptist East Hospital. The doctor said I was having a major heart attack. I guess I was trying to get off the gurney and they were telling me to be still, lay back, be still, lay back, and I was trying to get up. And they said, you've had a major, major heart attack. And during the night, they were doing all sorts of tests and giving me pain meds and it wasn't working. And Early that next morning, on Monday morning, I was basically trying to decide if I wanted to live or die. And my good buddy, Rod 
Buxton, who was pastor of Louisville Trinity at that time, he came over to see me. And when he came into the room where I was, uh, he, he didn't stay long because I was in a lot of pain and they were poking me and I think they drained about half of my blood out during the night. And uh, so he, he came in to pray for me. And you know, it was while he was praying for me, I decided I was going to live. Said, bless God, I'm not dying of a heart attack. I'm not dying today, devil. I'm not dying today. It's not going to happen. In fact, I'm not dying of a heart attack, period. I left there two and a half days later, and they said, we don't know what happened to you, but you didn't have a heart attack. The first day and a half, every test they ran said I had a massive heart attack. And then it changed. Then they kept running tests, and they said, you didn't have it. I said, what did I have then? It hurt. <laughs> they said, we don't know what you had. I said, well, what about this? I think I actually did. I think your original tests were correct, but I think Jesus Christ healed me. And my doctor said, that's as good an answer as any. <laughs> my point is this, you can decide. You can decide. I'm not taking this. Amen. Why? Because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I'm not taking it. Nope. If God wants to take me, he can take me healthy. I don't have to die sick. Well, what about when your days are up? Well, they'll just be up and I'll leave. But I don't have to be sick to leave. Are you here? We, we can get those truths so well grained in us, ingrained, that we can actually live it. They're going to put back up here on the screen those three things. If you get this, it'll change how you see yourselves, it'll, see, it'll change how you see the world, and it'll affect how you pray. I want us to get those three things in our consciousness for this week. Change how we see ourselves. I'm not a defeated one. I'm a victorious one. It'll change how you see the world and everybody else. You know, everybody in this entire world that's a human being has, has had Jesus' provision for them. They're a person for whom Jesus died. Some of them don't know it yet, but they're a person for whom Jesus died. It change how you see the world, and it'll, it'll certainly change how you pray. I don't have to pray defeated prayers anymore. I can pray to victorious prayers. Father, I thank you for every person that's here today in this room and all those people that are watching on their phones and TVs and other places. Father, we thank you that your grace and your mercy is sufficient for all of us, that we are victorious, every one of us, through Jesus Christ. And Lord, we humble ourselves before you and are grateful for all that you have done for us. And we believe that that victory is being lived out today. In Jesus' name.